This episode brought to you by One Purse and the Nurture Place. You've just joined in the stillness with Dawn Strobeck. In the deep dwelling place where stillness settles your heart and refreshes your soul. Where the voice of God is just a little more lucid and a little less clouded. He waits to hold this sacred space just for you. You've just joined in the stillness with Don Strobeck. I'm going to start out today with a few scriptures from Isaiah and then one from Joshua. The theme is protection. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. O Jerusalem, I have posted watchmen on your walls. They will pray day and night continually. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. That's what the Lord was saying to Joshua. As I think about these scriptures, oftentimes I kind of go over them again and again in my mind. I try to cement them you know, to my heart. Make them stay, Lord. Because he has, he has engraved you, tattooed you on the palm of his hand. It doesn't say your name, so it's not just your name, but you. You have an indelible mark on the Lord our God. If we truly believed that God stood watch over us like a protective father, we would have the confidence and courage of David, maybe Paul, or our sweet mother Mary. Wouldn't we? We'd have this soft-spoken self-assuredness that says, I don't need to prove myself, my intelligence, or my strength. We would embrace our design and move into our giftedness freely and without hesitation. God says to us that our walls are ever before him. He sees us in our plight, whatever that may be. We aren't there out there picking weeds in left field, and we are never off the radar. We are ever before him like the toddler testing the boundaries of protection. We need to be moving into our world with freedom, knowing that we can come running back at any moment to get a dose of love and security. But many of us, or I'd say most of us, from time to time, will white-knuckle it. We'll have that get-it-together philosophy or it-doesn't-really-matter-attitude. We become ever so diligent in in presenting a confident image while it's really just a house of cards waiting for the next disastrous move. In our hearts, we might even believe we are one anxious step away from impending doom. This kind of living points to an unresolved woundedness, whether it is a deeply buried father wound or the aftermath of a former trauma. It says, I can only trust myself. 
while that something is hidden beneath the surface that whispers, I can't be safe. Right now, in the power of the Holy Spirit, may you begin to unearth the source of that woundedness. Come, Jesus, set your captive free. I lived a good portion of my life with anxiety, ranging from a debilitating roar of fear to a low-level hum of uncertainty or insecurity. My ability to trust that I was safe was virtually non-existent. This belief transferred to God and others. I struggled with letting people close to me since I was sure they would only hurt me. My father was an extremely insecure, passive man with kind of a mean, sarcastic undercurrent that chose sarcasm sometimes and mockery as a way to relate to his world. And this vulnerable little girl just wanted to be loved and cherished and treated with tenderness and protected. But every time she shared a need or a passion, She was rejected or shamed or ignored. He seemed to kind of make fun of the things that I cared about. It was the kind that you couldn't quite put your finger on until you had experienced something different. A lot of his life was lived from his own insecurity. And sometimes you don't figure it out because there's no lifetime movie made about it or a poster on the gynecologist's wall illustrating the warning signs. It was just a a general, I can't really accept you for who you are. I was kind of on my own to figure that out. And even as I say this, my tears sometimes can be fresh as I grieve over this part of my story. My earthly father didn't protect the little girl, nor were my walls pretty much ever before him. I forgive him. I know he had his own journey in this. But I think just the opposite began to happen to me. I formed walls to protect myself from him and others. And then this also transferred onto the father part of God. But God longs to meet us. He believes that we are worthy of that protection. He doesn't withhold that from us. He gives us what we need. I just want you to close your eyes for just a moment and just think about the ways that you might need the Lord's protection. It can be emotional or spiritual. It can be physical. It can be a mental type of thing. It can be in your career, in your relationships. But just think about that for just a moment. And as I read this over you, I just want you to think about it as coming from the Lord. My brave one. (laughs) He calls us out into being brave. I'm the only one who can really protect you. You cannot protect yourself from all that the fallen world will throw at you. I protect you in ways you will never know until we meet face to face. I will reveal some of my protection to you so that your faith in me is strengthened. 
look for me to do this. Many times you get distracted and preoccupied and you miss the wonderful things I am doing for you. You miss opportunities to commune with me because you give energy to your fears and anxiety. Bring them to me. Desperate for me to enter them, I will. Keep coming to me. I'm not a magic wand. I will most likely, though, not instantly take that fear from you. I'm letting Satan stir you for just a moment, to stir your need for me. I am making good of his feeble attempt to keep you from me. But you must seek me. Seek me in the fear. This is relationship. And your part is to just seek me and trust that I did not give you a spirit of fear. I am here, my child, my brave one, in the darkest of places. I will meet you where you are today. Come. Come, for I will give rest to the weary and make your burdens light. Trust me, I am here. <laughs>